ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local win, local now. Member FDIC. It is Tuesday, April 6th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program today by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer is made pure. Coming up today on the program, uh, we're going to hear from the head coach of the Marshall women's golf team, Brooke Burkhammer. She's going to join us here in the next few minutes. We'll talk to her about her program and what's happening. We're trying to catch up with all of the sports that are playing now, so we'll hopefully have a good chat with her here in the next few minutes. And, of course, as I mentioned, we'll get your phone calls in. Uh, we've got a lot to get into. we got baseball action coming up later on this evening. We can talk about that as the Pirates taking on the Reds. We'll have that for you today. Uh, 640 is going to be first pitch, and you can hear that action right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So last night was the NCAA championship, and it was over before it began, really, just about. When the game tipped off, it was over. As Baylor, congratulations to them. They just jet out. They start it off hot, 9-0 lead, and they win 86-70, thwarting the hopes of Gonzaga to have that perfect season. And the Bulldogs win the first men's basketball national championship for the school. Also, ending Gonzaga trying to be the first team since Indiana in 1976 to to finish the season undefeated. It's very hard to go undefeated, as we've seen time and time again, even in the NCAA tournament, and it was just not Gonzaga's night. Don't take anything away from Baylor. They were a physical team. They were quick. Uh, They did everything they needed to do to disrupt Gonzaga. And, hey, here's a lesson to you. You Maybe Baylor is on to something here. Maybe the basketball teams need to work out with the football teams. I mean, keep that in mind. Maybe that needs to happen a little bit more. Maybe you need to see basketball weight programs similar to football weight programs or have those guys working out with each other. Whatever the case may be, Baylor looked good, and so they are the national champions. Congratulations to them. Uh, I had Gonzaga as my uh, Final Four and championship pick. Uh, did not happen. I had the championship game right. Did not happen that way, so uh, I finished fifth in the office bracket. That's fine. I would have finished first. If uh, Gonzaga would have won, I would have finished first. And I had the most correct picks in our office pool. Means nothing, as I didn't get the right game for this. I didn't pick the right team. That's okay. I did okay. Fifth, that's not bad. I'm good. Uh, There were some people who uh, vaulted ahead of me that had no business vaulting ahead of me because they picked the championship game right, and that's fine. I completely get it. Not bitter here at all. No, it was fun last night. Um, There was uh, somebody in the office who uh, does not really follow sports and got lucky and got everything that they needed to get right. And so uh, we give congratulations to our former show producer, Gabriel Sellers. Maybe I've rubbed off on him a little bit. So he had everything he needed to win this thing. He won. Baylor won. So, uh... Former show producer Gabriel Sellers winning the office pool. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of him, and it, it couldn't happen to a nicer kid. So that's the victor of the office pool, and hopefully next year I can beat him. If not, 
Yeah, I hope he wins again if it's not me. Uh, we'll have Marshall women's soccer action results from their matchup earlier today. We'll get that for you a little bit later on the program. We'll come to your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. As I mentioned, the Pirates in action tonight taking on the Cincinnati Reds. We'll talk all about that coming up later on. But before we hit the break, I do want to take a moment to, to make note of something that happened over the weekend some pretty sad news that came out today from Conference USA. Now, a lot of this is inside baseball stuff. And it's ironic that I, I say that there. It's kind of because baseball was one of his favorite sports. Uh, longtime assistant commissioner Russ Anderson passed away over the weekend. It was sudden. He was 50. Now, Russ was with Conference USA for 25 years. He served Conference USA pretty much since the beginning. And if there was anything to know about Conference USA, Russ knew because Russ was there. Russ had been a big part of the league, the development. He worked with the SIDs. He worked with the media. He was somebody that was always there for people like me to do my job and others. And he was pretty knowledgeable about what he did. And, and he's, again, he was, he was Mr. Conference USA. He knew pretty much everything. He was probably the guy you thought was going to turn the lights off. After it was all said and done, if Conference USA ever came to an end, Russ would be the last guy there, and he'd probably turn the lights off. And so he passes away. And again, uh, for for you, maybe you don't realize as much of what this means because he is his name's probably one you don't hear or you don't know because you know, do you know the sports information director as well? or the guy who's in charge of media as well. I mean, maybe with Marshall you do because you know that group of people. And Marshall is a pretty close-knit group here, so you know a Jason Courier, you know a Cody Lynn, you know a guy like that. And and so they're kind of important to you because they're, they're part of the fabric of, of Marshall athletics. And you know who those guys are. And maybe not so much with a guy like Russ Anderson, but he definitely was some of the glue that held Conference USA together. And every variation of Conference USA. So uh, it's going to be um, going to be different at the league for uh, many years to come. He was probably uh, somebody that was uh, a huge pillar of that league, and he passes away suddenly over the weekend. So uh, our thoughts are with his family and our condolences as well. Uh, when we continue, we want to talk golf. We've got Marshall women's golf coach Brooke Burkhammer joining us on the program. We'll talk to her. And we'll get your phone calls in as well. It's The Drive for Tuesday, April 6th, here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented this hour by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Tuesday, April 6th edition. Here's a fun note for today. Back on April 6th, 1952, Long time golf legend Sam Snead wins his second Masters. He beat Jack Burke Jr. by four shots. So that happened on this very day on April 6, 1952. Someone who I'm sure was not around, and I wasn't either, when Sam Snead was doing all of those amazing things on the golf course is Marshall women's coach Brooke Burkhammer. She's with us now on the program. I know uh, 1952 goes a little ways back for both of us, I'm sure. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit, but still. Um, golf is uh, taken off again. Thankfully, we're back at it. And it's happening for us. And 
Yeah, I've asked everyone that I've talked to so far, what were the challenges for you as a coach trying to keep your team together and try to keep everything going in the middle of a pandemic since that was a new situation for all of us? Yeah, I think it was the unknown. You know, you we get back from a tournament on Tuesday night and then Wednesday the entire world shuts down, um, you know, and then it was making sure my players got home safe. Um, you know, everybody, I have girls from all over, you know, I have from Idaho, California, Texas, um, Florida, Pittsburgh, you know, I had them from everywhere. And so I was just making sure that they were getting home safe and, and they were, they were heartbroken, you know, cause I think, you know, when you're at an age from 18 to 21 and um, you're, you know, you're vulnerable and you don't know what's going on and you're, you know, and COVID just made things worse. Um, and so it was just about loving my, you know, letting my team know I love them and that I'm there for them and that, you know, um, at some point this is going to end. And, you know, I think for them, they only know golf in school. That's it. Um, and being able to be back at the university and, you know, Marshall has done such a great job of taking care of us and taking care of our student athletes and our coaches with all this with COVID um, and making sure we're safe. And so it's just about getting them back on campus and back into a routine and back to working out and practicing and traveling. And, um, well, you know, I, it's life is somewhat back to normal for me and all my players now because we are practicing and we are traveling and we are able to work out. And we are, you know, most of my girls have, you know, in-person classes. So it's just, you know, just about getting back to some normalcy. What have you felt has been the most challenging part of not having a fall season? How has that impacted you as a coach and this team? Um, I think we're just so used to being on the road. You know, we're so used to traveling. So it was really weird to be here, you know, for, you know, August, September, October, November, you know, and then most of the time I'm recruiting, you know, all end of November and December um, and into January. So it was just weird being here, you know, weird being home. Um, you know, we, we still practiced, you know, we, we still were able to use facilities, you know, they worked out. Um, but it, it was just kind of weird not being able to travel and compete. Um, but, you know, thankfully, you know, things kind of took a turn for the better and we were able to, you know, start in February and now, you know, we leave for conference, um, the 17th to go to Florida. Um, so just trying to, um, keep everybody healthy, keep everybody safe. Um, easier said than done sometimes, but right now, you know, knock on wood, we're doing a pretty good job. Now, you were supposed to be at Western Kentucky this week, and as you mentioned, right. preparing for the Conference USA tournament, it gets canceled. So, you know, what are the mm-hmm. plans? Are you trying to find a replacement tournament? Anything uh, maybe quick that you can be a part of before you get to the tournament, or you know, are you just preparing for the tournament and you'll uh, find out what happens when you get there? We're just preparing for the tournament right now. We are, you know, we. We had a great practice today, great practice yesterday. Thankfully, uh, you know, the, the weather that we had last Thursday has moved out, you know, the coldness. Um, so the girls have really just kind of um, enjoyed, I think, just being able to be out in the warm weather and practice as much as they need to. Um, my girls are, <laughs> they they take school very seriously, Paul. And so um, being able to make time for that and get ahead. You know, I've talked to one of my girls. I have some girls in science and they were just trying to get ahead as much as possible because, you know, while we are at conference, you know, it's towards the end of the semester. And so they are actually, I think one of my seniors actually has an exam while we're at conference. Um, and so just trying to make sure they're ahead, um, trying to make sure, you know, we're trying to 
make sure our golf games are as good as they can possibly be. Um, once, you know, cause once we get to Florida, it's go time, you know, we don't, there's no really no room for error and there's no room to, to kind of fix, you know, we just, if anything, it's gotta be a quick fix. Um, so we're just practicing, playing, having fun, um, making sure our schoolwork is, you know, where we need to be. So then once we get to Florida, we can just focus on golf. Anything specific, uh, teams working on right now, anything you think needs to be, uh, addressed before you hit the tournament? Short game, you know, short game, I think is our biggest thing. Um, around the greens, putting, you know, uh, the greens down in Florida are going to be quick. You know, they they haven't had the – they didn't have any cold weather like we've had here. Um, they It's, you know, 75, 80. I think it'll be close to 90 while we're there. Um, so it's just about short game. You know, it, my biggest thing is there's always – it always seems like there's a way to make par. Um, if, any, if you can't make par, then you, you try to, you know, scrape out a bogey um, at worst. And then you move on to the next hole. And I think that's one thing we've been working on is, you know, try not to focus on dwell on the past, focus on the past. You know, if we, if we make a bad swing or we have a bad hole, let's scrap that out of our memory and let's move on to the next tee box and let's hit a good shot. Um, and so I think short game is a, is a massive, <laughs> you're going to watch the masters this week and short game is going to be the key. Um, and I think anytime you watch a golf tournament, that's, that's got to be um, something that's in tip top shape is uh, your putting and chipping and around the green. Joining us on the program, Marshall women's golf coach Brooke Burkhammer, and the tournament's coming up, and you've got a couple of standout players. I mean, you have a, a pretty good squad there, but we've got to talk about the play of Kerry Parks and also former former intern of mine, Stormy Randazzo. We have to talk about her. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't start a conversation about women's golf without talking about Stormy just because you know how much of a personality she is. Um, oh, she's great. She's She's – one of those fun players, I'm sure, that makes it a joy to come to work every day. You just look at her, uh, how much her personality comes through. And is, is she the example of a, of a player you love to coach just because of her personality? I, Paul, she is the perfect student athlete that, you know, any coach would love to have. If you could, if any coach, you know, in America could say, hey, if I could have, you know, one, you know, Seven, eight, nine, ten. Stormy Randazzo's or Carrie Parks, life would be good, you know. And and they're just good people, you know. They're good people. Um, they make, you know, they make Marshall Women's Golf, you know, they make it what it is, um, you know. And, and they're, gosh, they're just good people, you know. They're fun to be around. Uh, they make. Uh, if someone's having a bad day, you know, they're the ones that, you know, especially Stormy is the one that that's going to pick somebody up. You know, she's going to crack a joke or she's going to, you know, you can't really tell if Stormy's having a bad day um, because she always wants to help others, you know, and that's just the way she is. That's how she's always been. Um, and so uh, they are, I think sometimes they forget how good they are at golf. Um, and they, gosh, they're just so good. I, I can't say enough about them. Um, they are phenomenal golfers, but they're even better people. You know, one, one day I always brag about my team because, you know, I, I might have some that might want to play golf, but then I'm going to have some that are going to go on to be pharmacists. They're going to be doctors. They're going to, Stormy's going to work in a radio station or she's going to work for Golf Channel. Um, you know, I'm going to have lawyers. I'm going to have all kinds of people on my team, and I'm so excited, um, you know, to see how much they progress and what they do in life. You know, that's one thing I always tell them is one day you're going to, you're going to, you know, your teammates are going to be your friends forever. 
you know, and they're going to people that you're going to go to their weddings and you're going to um, be the first person they call when they have a baby and things like that. And that's just exciting. But they are, um, they're two people that you always want to be around. You always want to be around Carrie and Stormy. What is it? Can you quantify the key to that success that they bring to the program? I mean, their their personality obviously is a factor, but you know, their talent, what they do on the, on the course, off the course, can you quantify what the key is to their success? Um, if I could, if I could go back and look, you know, back when I recruited them, you know, years ago, um, how much they've matured and how much they've grown up. Um, I was just talking to Stormy's parents, you know, back in Birmingham at a tournament. I'm just like, I just can't believe like she's a senior and she's grown up so much, you know, they've, they've matured so well. Um, and they're so much fun to be around Like as a coach. I, I love being around them, you know, and I always tell my players like, you know, my job, you know, is to, you know, you know, you leave Marshall a better golfer, but, you know, I want you to leave a better person because one day you're going to get out into the world and you're going to make a difference. And, um, I want you to be a good person. You know, that's our big thing is be good people. Um, and so they, I don't know how to really pinpoint it. You know, I don't know, you know, but they're, um, they just bring so much to the table and they make everybody else better around them. And that's people you want to be around in life. I think. So you've seen them for a long time now. And they've improved, yep. but this has been a, a shortened season, limited mm-hmm. off season. What? How far has their game gone with everything, with all the adversity they've had to face? You know, can can you really, you know, put into words what their game looks like uh, with all this adversity and how far they've progressed? Oh gosh, I. I... Their games have gone have come a long way. Um, Carrie, I mean, Carrie is a golfer that if, when she steps over the ball, like she knows she knows it's going in the fairway. You know, she is going. She knows it's going on the green. Um, Carrie does not have many bad rounds. You know, and um, and Stormy doesn't either. Stormy doesn't either. Stormy knows where the golf ball is going, and I think as a senior, that's important to know where the golf ball is going. Um, and if you make a mistake know that your short game is good enough to get up and down, you know, um, you know, as young players, you know, sometimes we, you know, they freak out about making a bad swing and not being able to, they um, kind of freak themselves out, but Carrie and Stormy, if they hit a bad shot or they, you know, they miss a fairway or they miss a green, they know, Hey, you know what? No, no big deal. Like I know I'm going to get this up and down for par or worse. I'm going to make a bogey and then I'm going to go to the next tee and I'm going to, I've got to make another par. I've got to make a birdie to make up for it. Um, their golf teams have come a long, long way, Paul, and it's it's been really exciting to be around them and to watch. Um, just kind of step back and um, you know, I love watching them play golf, but it's it's been fun to be around them, you know, every day. Um, see how much they've grown, to, you know, to listen to you know their future plans and what they want to do, and um, I'm just excited that I've been a part of it. Uh, I've been I'm super blessed, really, really blessed to you know just to be able to coach. Um, two that I think of the probably the best women's golfers possibly to go through Marshall women's golf. Um, and so they're just good people. That's all. Joining us on the program, Marshall women's golf coach, Brooke Burkhammer. Okay. I, I don't want to point this out, but they're, they're seniors. So um, there's yep. that, but the good news is you've got the rest of the team coming back. They should be back in the fall. 
Oh. Yes. Yeah, that's the good news. I mean, you, you you can talk about Stormy and Carrie all day long, but you've got a, a bunch of uh, young ladies who are still the backbone mm-hmm. of this team as well, and I'm sure that's yes. got to excite you. Yes, it does. And all, all of my, I mean, Paul, I love all of my team. I think all of my players on my team are good people, and they're fun to be around, and they can play golf. Um, you know, I tell them all the time, like, hey, you know, look where you are. You know, this could be taken from you. And I don't think it could really, I don't think it really hit them that this could all be taken from them until COVID happened. And then I think they had a, you know, they had a, a new love and a new, uh, newfound appreciation for the game and for the sport and for, um, you know, maybe Marshall and the opportunity that they have, you know, so when they came back, they, they haven't taken it for granted. Um, and so they all work really, really hard, you know, and that's something that, you know, I tell them, that's why I brought you here. You know, that's why I brought you here is because I know you work hard and I know you want to get the job done and I know you want to play well. Um, and I know you're great students, you know, you have to be a student before you can be an athlete. Um, and so they're just, they, they understand, you know, they get it. Um, and that's, yeah, I, I couldn't ask for a better team. You know, team atmosphere is fantastic. Um, they all love each other. They all love to be around each other. And that's, that's something that, um, that's pretty special. With all the adversity, we've talked about that a few times with the adversity this team mm-hmm. had. A lot of success last year. Didn't get to finish it out. Yeah. And and yep. that's got to be aggravating because this team was was looking really good, working well, going where you probably wanted them to go. And then the struggles of this year, how yep. frustrating has it been for them? And what have you had to do to, to maybe uh, – have you had to work differently with them to address that frustration? Because we're all competitive, and you have success one year, and the next year you don't. You know, sometimes you, you maybe you look inward. You know, what have you had to do to, to really keep yeah. this team going? I think you have to step back and just be thankful. You know, be thankful for what we have and be thankful that we're still able to come together as a team. You know, I have a lot of coaching friends that they're they're still not able to, to compete. Um, and so I think we're, we're very fortunate that Marshall has, you know, worked really hard for us to be able to compete this year. And they, you know, the girls, they are, they're fighters. You know, they, it has been really, really tough, you know, and not just on women's golf, but all of our student athletes, you know, life has been really tough. I don't think a lot of people realize that, um, and how much we ask of them and, um, and they have done, uh, they've exceeded expectations. You know, if you can talk to all of our coaches, our head coaches, our assistant coaches, our student athletes at Marshall have done a phenomenal job. Um, and so you just step back and you, you just let them know that you care for your players, you know, let them know that you're there for them. You know, if, if they show up one day and they seem like they're having a bad day, you just, you know, what can you do? You know, what can I do to help? You know, what's, what's going on? You know, do you need to talk to me? You know, what's, you, is there anything I can do to help? That's all. Um, you just got to let your players know that you care about them and you love them. You know, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. You know, golf is, golf is important. Don't get me wrong. Um, but make sure that you're, you know, this coaches to make sure that our players know that we care about them is pretty, that's very, very important to me. Our guest, Marshall women's golf coach, Brooke Burkhammer, getting ready for the Conference USA tournament. What's the challenges there for you? You're going to a, a destination that haven't really seen much of. You talked about what the course might be, but how do you prepare for that other than just talking about what to expect? I mean, most of the team hasn't played there before. And there's some tournament experience or lack thereof that really comes into play when you get to this uh, next level. Uh, how will that affect things? And, uh, you know, how are you addressing that? Yeah, I mean, we get down and, you know, we leave on Saturday. We'll get there pretty early. Um, 
we'll rest for a bit on Saturday, and then we have our practice round on Sunday. Um, and it's just about getting out and taking good notes, you know, making sure, um, you know, when we turn around after each hole to look back, look back and, you know, see. Um, I think that's one thing that in practice rounds you, I, I really focus on is to look back from the, from the green to the tee. You know, then they see, hey, you know what? It's not as, this fairway isn't as tight as it looks. You know, there's more bailout room to the left, or there's more room to hit it to the right than it looks like. Um, so it's just about taking good notes. And um, if we hit a green, you know, swipe it off the green and get down into a collection area or get down into a bunker or get to a, get down into an area where, you know, hey, we might not hit it there, but we might, you know. So um, just trying to get up and down around the green. Um, and then we'll we'll practice, you know, putting. You know, we'll get there a little bit early before the practice round and we'll practice putting um, because the Florida greens have the tendency to uh, really roll out you know, after. Plus, you're either you're going to be dealing with the wind. So the wind makes a big difference on the green, whether it's behind you um, and you're, it, you know, you're putting downwind or you're putting into the wind. Um, I think that's one thing some people forget is the wind makes a big difference, especially on the green. Um, and so we'll just be practicing a lot of three, four or five footers, um, you know, but I think, you know, the last experience isn't an issue. Um, you know, they've all played in big tournaments before. Um, and they, you know, they're competitors, you know, and so that's, that's what we like to do. We like to compete, you know, that's where they wouldn't be here. And so, um, I'm excited, you know, I'm excited to see them. I love watching them play. Um, they make me a little nervous sometimes, but I love watching them play. They make it fun. I like how you said they make you a little nervous at times. (laughs) They do. (laughs) I won't lie about that. They do. But, you know, it's, it's just, it's a lot of fun sitting there and just kind of sitting back and. Uh, you know, not, not having to, to be right there at every shot to try to help them. You know, I, unless they need my help, I really kind of sit, sit back and just kind of watch them. And, um, you know, it's, it's fun seeing them hit shots that uh, you know that they're capable, capable of. And after they have a good round and you, you say, hey, I've told you all along that you can do it. You just had to believe in yourself. Um, and so, you know, getting to see that and all of the, all of the good things that, um, that, you know, the game of golf brings. Um, it's a lot of fun. Joining us on the program, Marshall women's golf coach Brooke Burkhammer, the Conference USA Tournament upcoming. Coach, good talking to you. We'll do it again soon. Let's hope that uh, we have a, a fantastic uh, few rounds of golf, uh, the conference tournament. Agreed. And, yeah, and uh, we'll get you back on here talking about, hopefully, I don't want to jinx it, but let's hope that uh, next time we talk, we're talking about that Conference USA Championship. I agree. I agree. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Brooke Burkhammer. Head coach of the Marshall women's golf team. When we continue, we will get you caught up on what's happening. The Pirates taking on the Reds. That's coming up later this afternoon, this evening right here on ESPN 94.1 AM 930. We'll get you set for that. Also, we'll update you on what happened with Marshall women's soccer. That was earlier this afternoon. All that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up, Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw, hard seltzer, it's made pure. 
baseball action coming up tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 as we've got the Pittsburgh Pirates coming in at 1-3 on the young season, taking on the Cincinnati Reds. Reds are 3-1. and one. Game taking place tonight, 640 is going to be first pitch live from Great American Ballpark. Uh, Trevor Cahill on the mound for the Pirates. Wade Miley on the mound for the Reds. Reds favored in this one by one and a half runs, and the over-under is nine for those of you who are into the uh, the games of chance or the games that require such odds. Pirates entering the game, losers of their last three. So they started out good, beat the Cubs opening day on the road, and they beat the Cubs, and then they've lost the next three. So maybe they can turn it around. They are back at home while actually getting to go home for the first time here and the next couple of days. We're going to have afternoon baseball for you tomorrow. So after tonight, uh, it'll be an afternoon contest. Then they will open up at home on Thursday. We've got soccer to tell you about. Marshall women were in action earlier today and on the road, final road match of the year. And the ladies fell to the Charlotte 49ers, final score of 1-0. So they, um, they've had a tough go of it. They uh, have now are 3-6 and six, or 0-5 in conference. Not the start you want. 49ers improved to 4-4, 4-1 conference USA. Uh, Regan Myers had a season and career high 11 saves in the match. Her previous best was five saves against West Virginia Tech. The Thundering Herd getting ready for its second match of the week and final home match of the season, playing host to Middle Tennessee. That's 6 o'clock on Friday at Hoops Family Field. It's been tough. Yeah, Can you take that 0-5 Conference USA mark and really – Look at that as an indicator of how things are going right now for women's soccer. Now, they're three and six. They haven't had that many matches to begin with. And you look at what happened with the pandemic. You got a coach that comes in trying to take this program to elevate the program, sort of the way that men's soccer has been elevated. And of course, Marshall's put a lot of time, effort, and energy and money into the soccer program. And of course, so they should with all the other sports, so they should. But Marshall looking forward and return on investment. And I think you've got that with the men's program. And now you're looking for the same from the women's side of things. And you look at that scoreboard and you look at that schedule and you look at that record and you go, ooh, things aren't looking good so far. 0-5 conference start. So I think this is still a work in progress on the soccer side for the Thundering Herd. And to be honest, I don't think that the season's an indicator of anything. Because you come in, you are all of a sudden – you pretty much uh, chopped off at the knees with the pandemic, the way you have to go about your practices and having uh, no contact really for several months and being able to uh, finally get out there on the pitch and be able to practice and, and try to build this team up the way you want. And I think it's just amazing they've been able to field the team and go at it. So 3-6, uh, and 0-5 oh in conference play. The 0-5 oh is the important mark there. So, uh, we'll see what they look like next season for sure. This is one of those where I think uh, Marshall's in it for the long haul, and uh, this is really not, I think, an indicator of what this soccer program can do or where it's going to be. I guarantee you here, this roster and this team probably going to be transformed in the next couple of seasons. 
It's not going to look the same. It's going to be different in the next couple of seasons for sure. I mean, look at the men's soccer team. And now look at what Marshall's able to bring in as far as the talent level. The talent level's improved with the Thundering Herd on the soccer side. On the men's side, it's it's vastly superior to what it was a few years ago. And, and that's not a knock on anything. It's just now you have the facilities to recruit to. And you have a young energetic coach who is able to take the baton from everything that was built up to this point and move it forward. And so I think that's uh, where we're at with soccer right now with the women's side of things. I, I don't think uh, 0-5 is going to be an indicator, a true indicator of what this program is going to be about over the next few years. So they are still in action, though, coming up on their final home match, Middle Tennessee, 6 p.m. Friday at Hoops Family Field. You hope that they go out on top, a winner there. That would be great. You know, the end the the final home game with a win. I mean, that would be something really you can just look at and say, okay, there it is. Four and six. We're four and six. That doesn't say much, but four and six and one and five in conference. That's something you gotta work on. All right, we're gonna take our final break, come back. We will wrap this one up. It's the drive presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Final segment on today's edition. Paul Swan, your host. Thanks for tuning in. Glad to be back with you. We'll be here tomorrow. we got baseball action coming up tomorrow in the afternoon as the Pirates take on the Reds to wrap up the series. Right now, the Pirates uh, down one in the series. Trying to even it up tomorrow. And or even up tonight, and then maybe get the uh, get the rubber match tomorrow. We've got the game coming up tonight. 6:40 is their time right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9:30. Looking forward to that. And we've got Kentucky basketball action going on tomorrow as well. The girls' side of the Sweet 16 happening over on our sister station. That's going to take place uh, tomorrow afternoon throughout the tournament on Cat Sports 93.3. And 13:40. So we've got a lot of basketball action still to talk about. Yeah, and that's happening. The Sweet 16 coming up on the ladies' side. Russell, we're all rooting for Russell. That's our team. If you need a team to root for, you pick the local team, and the local team in the Sweet 16 is Russell. We were all pulling for Ashland last week. They got to the Final Four, wasn't able to get to the championship game. Maybe the team they had last year was poised to make that championship appearance, but they got pretty close to get to the semifinals of the Final Four. And let's hope that the Russell girls can do something similar, get to the Final Four, get to that championship game. Whatever the case may be, we're going to be following them on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So uh, check it all out, all that action. Now, they don't play till Thursday. So they're going to be the 8 o'clock game on Thursday. If you want to scout ahead, you can listen to some of the tournament. But uh, the games you want to focus on definitely will be the the Russell girls basketball team. And that's where we're at there. And, of course, don't forget, uh, we're going to post those schedules uh, real soon. We'll get you an updated schedule. But we're going to have some more streaming games. hope you've been taking advantage of our streaming. We've been streaming Huntington High, Cabell Midland games. And you can check our Facebook page for the next game once uh, we get it scheduled. And what you want to do is if you want to follow those games, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page. That's ESPN 94.1. And you can search for ESPN 94.1 Huntington, and that'll get you to our Facebook page. All you have to do is to like the page. And then you can start uh, seeing the notifications. And 
once you see the link posted, you can you can click that link actually and get notified when that goes live, make it easy for you. So if you want to follow Cabo Midland or Huntington High, any of the uh, local games that we're carrying when we do the digital games, you can do that on the Facebook page. And if you've got the right TV, you can just beam those over to your TV. That's what I did with the girls. I was watching a little bit of the girls. Jason Toy calls the games. I was listening to a little of that action and watching it uh, the other day. Just beamed it over to my TV, watched it there. I did it from my phone, actually. So if you've got the right setup, you can beam it over. If you've got Apple TV, you've got Chromecast, you've got something like that, you can always just uh, transfer it over and watch it on the big screen. So I encourage you to do that. And with all of that said, we're out of time. Thanks for tuning in to this Tuesday edition for April 6th. I want to thank my guest, Marshall women's golf coach, Brooke Burkhammer, for joining us on the program. Uh, I, uh, I'm excited for what the golf team is poised to do. Let's hope that they can make a run in the Conference USA tournament. And let's talk about a Conference USA tournament championship with them next couple of weeks. With all that said, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again with you here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.